Okay, everybody fall in. Where's everyone? Crater face. Nose ring. Slingshot. I quit, Sensei. You serious? I mean, good. That was a test. I wanted to see who the quitters are, not you guys. You're in it to win it. Right? You could be at home playing your eye computers, playing your video games, eating candy. Instead, you're here doing push-ups, learning how to fight. Lip, look, even Lip's tougher than those guys. He's no quitter. Could you please not call me that? Excuse me, what? I, I said, could you please not call me that? Um, I'll warm him up, Sensei. No, no, no. Lip has something he wants to say. Sorry, right, speak up, Lip. Or is your tongue messed up too? Are you one of those challenge kids? Well, the doctor said I could be on the spectrum. I don't know what that is, but get off of pronto, all right? If you don't want me to call you lip, then don't have a weird lip. Can't you get surgery for that? I was born with a cleft lip. This is the scar from the surgery. You mean it was worse before that? Or did the doctor just screw Because if this is the after photo, then that sucks, man. You should sue. Can we just please change the topic? You don't think I want to? It's tough when it's right in front of me. If you want to be something other than a nerd with a scar on his lip, then you got to flip the script, okay? Like get a face tattoo or gouge your eye out. We'll call you Patch, all right? No, don't do that one. You'll still look like a freak. Oh, great. Really? Another quitter? And away we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of All Up In Your Geek, the best hour of your week. You're welcome. And with me, as always... Money here, sorting red glass. You there, sorting blue glass. Please don't throw us away. Live, tape delay, the Goobliet. And this is Rodman, Flash Rodman, in solid ninja bitch mode. And this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo, coming to you from the All Up In Your Geek studio. And with that, let's geek up. So... Rummaging through that mail sack. That's right. Straight to the sack. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will. What up, geekos? Like you, I grew up watching movies in the 80s and wanted you to settle an argument for me. We've heard you discuss these titles from time to time, but you've never ranked them. In order from best to worst... Please rank Goonies, Karate Kid, Back to the Future, The Breakfast Club, and Footloose. Also, do you think people will ever go to the movies again on a large scale? Thanks. Signed, The Fat Kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, Thanks, what, Fatty. What, what, uh, what were those titles again? The titles are, in no particular order yet, Goonies, Karate Kid, Back Damn. to the Future, The Breakfast Club, and Footloose. Damn. Who would like to give their rankings first? Ah, uh, I'll go for it, and you guys marinate on it. And all right. From best to worst, um, for me, I-, I always thought The Breakfast Club was most relatable. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Mm-hmm. Saturday detention's kind of my jam. <laughs> yeah. So. 
so I think for me, the Breakfast Club was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's important to note you really can't rank these wrong, right? Uh, and then probably Goonies. Don't be dead. Don't be dead. Pictures of Pal, you guys, I'd be saved by my pictures of Pal. I mean, what kid doesn't want to go on a real life treasure hunt? Yeah, it's true. Um, then maybe the Karate Kid. You're a pushy little bastard, ain't you? But I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. But it feels so wrong to put Back to the Future fourth. Right. But but I think that's where it's gonna fall. Hello, hello, anybody home? And Footloose, although it gets points for, like, the most absolutely ridiculous and out-there plot... Hey, I like that hat, man. You sell men's clothes where you got that? It does have a charm to it. Yeah. But I'm gonna put Footloose last. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not bad. I mean, I'll go next. I'll go from least to best. Yeah, I think... You know, I it's funny. I saw Foot, Footloose in the theaters as a kid, and... I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that I had my my fucking soundtrack cassette in my Walkman. I thought this was a party. Let's dance. <laughs> dance around like an asshole <laughs> to Footloose because <laughs> that happened. But but honestly, like you know, I mean, Footloose is great and everything, but that's not one that I kind of like go back to a lot and rewatch. Um, you know, I know it's there and it has its place in history, but I, I think I'm pretty comfortable leaving that one last. And then I think next is the Breakfast Club. Give me that screw. I don't have it. You want me to yank you out of that seat and shake it out of you? I don't have it. Screws fall out all the time. The world's an imperfect place. I mean, I love the Breakfast Club, and it's awesome, and there's so many... It's Yeah, it's very... It's a good point. Very relatable, and, you know, a lot of great one-liners. But again, it's not one that I go back to often. Like, when it's on, like, I'll leave it on, and I'll watch it wherever it's at. But I don't, like, have cravings for Breakfast Club if that makes sense. Um, so that, so I would put that one next. Then after that, I think then it gets tough because these three are all like, these are quintessential classics and eighties classics. And I really don't, it's really, you're splitting hairs at this point. Right. Right. But I think I would go, uh, damn, I think I would go, uh, karate kid. Sweep the lick. You have a problem with that. Goonies. Number one, Back to the Future. 1.21 Again, like you're really splitting hairs. I think they're all great, amazing movies. But I think Back to the Future is just the most complete movie. And it's the most for me rewatchable like it still holds up to this day every time i put it in i still have the same feeling it's still super enjoyable mm-hmm. you know you can watch it again and again it's timeless you know you know same thing with goonies and really the same thing with karate kid but i think uh, you know i think back to the future is the best most complete movie goonies i think is the most fun and nostalgic for me cuz i remember watching it a bunch of times as a kid and karate kid's awesome i, mean, I fucking love the karate kid but Someone's got to be number three, so that's sort of just where it falls. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. I think it's important to note personal preference here. Right. Yeah. I, I think the reason I probably had Back to the Future so low, and again, splitting hairs, like you said, Bob, is yeah. just I'm not sure it has the strongest cast of characters compared to the other movies. Now, I'm not talking about the guys at the top, you know, Marty McFly and you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Biff, and of course, and Christopher Lloyd is just, it, it's its a masterpiece. Sure. Yes. But I mean, just so many characters in a Goonies or oh, yeah. a kid where it's just like even the guys 10, 15 credits down the line, you know, are still just so strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, again, but personal preference. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll do the same as Bob. I'll go from uh, from the bottom up. And I agree. I think this is... I was going to say the same thing before you did. This is all a preference thing as to what's relatable by person. But all five of these movies are, are fantastic. Um, I also would put Foot, Footloose at five. Hey! I came with that girl. 
doesn't look like you're leading with her. And I love Kevin Bacon. I think he's a, a great entertainer and performer and actor. Um, but I just, even to this day, I'm not a dancer and I'm not into dancing and, you know, dancing movies. I, I watch them and I'll enjoy the story, but, you know, I'm a good sucker for those type of things. Like, I love dirty dancing also because um, I like that type of story. And it was good, but dancing's not my thing. Agreed. You know, so I, I, I'll put that at five. Um, uh, I, at four, I'm going to put Breakfast Club also. The next time I have to come in here, I'm cracking skulls. Um, and I think from here up, I'm splitting hairs because it's a relatability thing. You know, I put Breakfast Club at four because I think you're right. It's a relatable movie. Um, however... I think the the three that that come above it got a little bit more action for me, and that's what pulls me in a little bit more. So mm-hmm. you know, I'll still watch The Breakfast Club whenever it comes on TV on any channel, any time of day. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm watching that movie because I love it. It's a great fucking movie. Um, and then you know, from number three, I I put Back to the Future. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? And I had to think about that at number three and not because it, you know, it's a terrible movie. Um, a lot of a lot of what you said, money, about the characters is one thing. But, you know, I look at there being an order of things that what kid as a teenager or just as a kid would not want to or would want to do. And time travel is definitely one of those cool things that we all thought about. Shit, I want a time machine and I would love to do it. Um, but I think that above that, at number two, is Goonies. Because it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. You're right. Who wouldn't want to go on a treasure hunt? I'm still waiting for a treasure hunt at 40. Hey, you guys. <laughs> and, I mean, that cast of characters was unbelievable, and many of them went on to do more movies and have big careers also or at a minimum be part of a lot of shows and other types of movies where they contributed to those movies um definitely yeah you know and i thought that the acting was also great in that movie i thought that the suspense was good going through the cave and figuring out all those puzzles um you know i i thought that that was that that was a really good movie so adventure you know that type of adventure is a good a good number two thing for me to have wanted done but number one for me was karate kid because who can't relate to being bullied by an asshole and wanting to kick his ass (laughs) yeah you know what i mean and i think a lot of um i think that there are a lot more quotes that come out of the karate kid um than in a lot of the other movies Um, okay you know you're talking about you know wax on wax off wax on right hand Wax off, left hand. Wax on, wax off. Breathe in through nose, out the mouth. People still do that shit now. Um, yeah. You know, the guy on the sidelines and the big... Bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny! <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't, you can't beat that stuff. Um, but all five of these movies are fucking fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't appreciate Fat Man putting me in this position of ranking these movies, <laughs> but um, uh, shit, that that would be how I rank it. I would go from action adventure, time travel, and then re- you know, I guess personal relatability after that. Yeah, I, I think the fact that all five of them are so good—I mean, just such quality classic titles—that I really would have accepted any ranking. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you're, you're still. You're still putting them all in the top five. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just a a great question, fat kid. And also his second question was, do you think people ever go to the movies again on a large scale? Mm. And I'm, I think, I think he's alluding to the whole virus situation we're dealing here, but there's also the whole streaming thing. And it's like, why would you go to the movies when you could just stream it at home? So, you know, I do think people will continue to go to the movies once things settle down because I think it's it's an experience. You know, the the, the Star Wars is coming out at midnight, and you go with your yeah. friends. And not me, but so I, I do think people will go 
on a large scale, I'm sure there are people who will not go anymore. Somebody like me who doesn't really care. I mean, I, I don't even know. I think the last time I went to the movies was with you guys. How long ago was yeah. that? Wow, that was a that while was a ago. ago. That was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. At least. Yeah. yeah. You know, I so, um I don't I don't think that that people are going to be rushing to to the theaters anytime soon within the next year. I think that the paranoia level right now and the anxiety level and the stress level that a lot of people have towards being uh, in confined spaces with a lot of people is increasing and has increased, will stay the same, and it's it's not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, I think that going to the movies um, was able to maintain a, um, a high... I guess a high level of income because people wanted to see all of these big movies. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these companies do the same thing that they've been doing with the few titles that are coming now straight to stream straight to Netflix, straight to Disney plus straight to whatever. Um, because people don't, people don't want to go. I, you know, who wants to go sit in a theater with a hundred people packed and one person coughs and then everybody's like, Oh my God. Oh, I agree. You know, yeah. Um, well, it's funny. I actually was reading an article where, in some areas, they did reopen some of the theaters, and you know, they were doing the uh, basically spacing, mm-hmm. you know, okay. while when you got in the theater, like you know, uh, limited seating and kind of far apart. They were also doing it where you kind of had to buy your tickets online so they wouldn't hand it out. I didn't really read where they handled the concessions if, if somebody's handling your food or. Right. You know, I guess I guess it would, I probably would be no different than now when you go to McDonald's, you know, someone still hands you your food, their your food. Um, so I, I know they're, they're kind of doing that now. I wonder, though, because really theaters were on the ropes in a way before even this happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this is like the final nail in the coffin, really, if they're ever going to be able to to recover. And especially, you know, like you guys were saying, the jig is up with basically the movie's just being out right now, like at home and you just fucking click a button and you're watching the new star Wars and you're watching right. Fucking Avengers 12 or, or whatever. And the, the plus side of that is no. Yeah. Number one, you're in the safety and comfort of your home. And number two, Derek, you don't have to turn tricks in the alley, you know, to pay for your family to go to, go to the fucking movies. You know, it's a lot cheaper of an experience. I mean, I, I was a big movie guy and I, I was going, but for me, definitely for the event films, like a star Wars or like a, a Marvel movie, like I sort of, it was the experience. I like seeing it with a crowd. I like, you know, grabbing some people and like, Hey, this is something cool to do. But, but yeah, at the end of the day, it was kind of something to do. And that's what I looked at as like a way to get out a way to do something, you know, but I, I could certainly, you know, live without, I'll be sad to see it go, but you know, so I'm really not sure what what will be. I think it, you know they will reopen and people will kind of go back, but the the long term, I'm not sure. And I and I think even Amazon was looking. I was reading some articles. They might be buying AMC. Wow. Right. So who? Yeah. Who? Who knows? Um, you you really. know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if you know some theaters in certain areas consolidated and just you know you had a certain amount of theaters, not as many as you have now. Um, you know, but the other thing that could happen and, you know, given the society that we live in now is most likely going to happen is if movie theaters somewhat go away and people don't continue to go for whatever reason, all of these streaming services that we have, the prices are going to get jacked. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be time to bend over. you know i don't know i don't know if people will let that happen you know what i mean because we've lived for so long paying what we're paying for them and i don't know what what you pay for a new movie upon release because i don't buy that shit well i mean we kind of already did let that happen movies when we were a kid are a lot cheaper and so are the concessions um when we were going to the movies as opposed as kids as opposed to now you know well yeah but that's just but that's just inflation what i mean is whatever they're going for now while we're in this stupid lockdown, whether it's 20 bucks or 10 bucks, that's going to be their price. They're not going to be able to go after the fact and say, well, now that movie theaters are gone and we were charging you 20, now we're going to charge you 30. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that. That right. won't fly. Yeah, I, I don't know. It 
I think it would depend on the model that they use. I know that right now Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu have different levels of what they offer, right? So if movie theaters are going to be the thing of the past, and this is assuming that all movie theaters worldwide, globally, close down. And it's an extreme, but that's what I'm operating this idea off of. If that's the case that we're in, and this happens, then all of those subscription services will add like a third or a fourth plan for new release movies, and then you're going to have to pay however much um, uh, after the, you know, however much to watch those movies as they come out, and it'll be comparable probably to what these theaters have as a movie pass now, because a lot of them have a movie pass where you pay, you know, fifty dollars a year or sixty dollars a year, and you can go and see unlimited movies on a certain day at a certain time or whatever. And I'm sure they'll have to adjust that, but they'll find a way to get us. Agreed. I mean, oh, you yeah, took the, sure. yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say the same thing that these Netflix and Disney Plus, and they're they're going to add another option, and they're going to charge you X amount of dollars per year, mm-hmm. and you're going to have access to the movies as they're released, and they'll stay in that section for however many months before they get kicked over to, you know, the other section where everybody can watch right. them. Yep, exactly. But, um, but I think, but I think it's an interesting. An intriguing concept to think about. Yeah, and I, you know what? I'll just throw it out there before we move on. I don't think that this is going to be a conversation strictly to movie theaters and entertainment. There's going to be several, several businesses that are going to have a very hard time bouncing back in this economy from something like this. I don't see restaurants or bars, or maybe bars a little bit, but I don't see a lot of restaurants being able to recover. Um, yeah. You know, it's you don't know who was sitting in your chair beforehand. You don't know if they clean the table. You don't know if they're wearing gloves, cooking the food. If you're going to a restaurant, if they're changing gloves after every preparation, you just don't know. <laughs> Survey says no. <laughs> Everything. I think you're right. I think the world is going to change yeah. a tremendous amount. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been working remotely now for almost two months with maybe a day or two during the week going into the office. The transition for me going back into the office is going to be difficult now that I know that I can do 80 percent of my job from home, you know, Um, and in the comfort of my own home with my kids here. If something happens, I'm here. Um, So it's there's there is going to be a complete shift in how not just the three of us, but as a country and maybe even globally, we do things based on this because the results that have come of people not being out and not just, you know, the negative part of the virus and people losing their jobs, but there's less traffic, there's less pollution, there's less litter. There's a lot of things that were issues that are now clearing up a little bit and they're really going to have to examine a lot of this shit. Yeah, you know, I think... I think this is going to end up being a blessing in disguise yeah. in the long run. I, I, I certainly do. hope so. And I hope that I hope <laughs> that people continue to take it that way. I know that it's tough to be indoors, especially when you want to go out, you know, to have the option taken away and saying, you know, this is closed at this time and you shouldn't be here. And don't be more than five people after 615. You know, I, I know that it's difficult, but <laughs> it it really is going to be something that changes us i agree yeah <laughs> proof of what derek has been saying for years people ruin everything <laughs> yes, we do yeah i'm telling you we we fucked this planet so bad it has an std and we gotta wait till it goes away <laughs> right are you in search of your very own goobliette well frank morales is your guy He has experience working with sellers, buyers, renters, and anybody else you can think of. Frank's your hookup, baby. You can get a hold of him at Supreme Realty, which is located at 620 to 624 Orange Street in Newark. Don't beat yourself with the ugly stick. Give Frank's team a call at 973-461-3912 or shoot him an email at fmsupremerealty at gmail.com. And tell them all up in your geek sent you. Boom. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so, gentlemen, did you guys see this Cyberpunk 2077 
news. <laughs> no. No. I've heard of said news. <laughs> okay. Well, Bob, when I read this, all I thought was Bob, 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 Bob. <laughs> so you tell me what you think, Bob. Mm -hmm. can select a gender and customize their character customization can include depictions of breasts buttocks and genitalia as well as various sizes and combinations <laughs> of said genitals finally finally the future is now <laughs> what a dream come true because i don't know how many times that i was creating a character where i said this guy's junk is too small. I need to crank that up. Can we make these boobs bigger? <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. What a bunch right. of assholes. So I have a couple questions. First of all, with it being a video game, even if it's a mature title, uh -huh. is this really appropriate? No. I well, mean, here, here's my here's my question. Why Does it is add it anything to the game? Why is it inappropriate? No. I'm not saying it is. I'm asking. I'm posing the question. Is it appropriate to you guys? Is it inappropriate to you guys? Do you give a shit? Is it necessary? Uh, well, Bob said it. Bob said it. What? Bob said it wasn't appropriate. Why do you think it isn't appropriate? I mean, why? Why are we messing with people's junk? Like you can't even. Like why? It's. To, why? Why am I looking at the tits? Tit size? I, I don't know. It has nothing to do with the game. It's just a, a meaningless aesthetic. And, I mean, can't we just get back to the game? I mean, I thought that's what we're doing. We're here for to play the game and to to mess with, with those kind of options, to me, is unnecessary. Do I want to mm -hmm. mess with the, the gender? Yes. And the, and maybe this the skin color and the hair and, and all that to have a character that's a little bit more relatable to me? Yes. But, but people's, you know, tits and ass? I don't know. I don't think that's really appropriate. I don't. I mean, I, at the end of the yeah. day, I don't give a shit. Uh -huh. I don't give a shit. But I can see I, I, why is it here? Why is it here? Why are we even? Why is it even an option? I don't. I don't find. I, I think I. Now that I understand where you're coming from, I think I agree with you. I don't find it inappropriate either. The real question is, you know, is it necessary? I don't know if it's necessary because this has never been done in a game before. To me. It doesn't matter because if I'm trying to create myself in a video game, they don't have a size big enough for this dick. <laughs> I was saving that one all week. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, the, the, the way... They called you Peg Leg Lou? Exactly. I met my, this guy and I'm like, he doesn't have a peg leg. What's going on here? No, my, my nickname is Tripod. Tripod Judo? <laughs> yes, Tripod Judo. Puerto Rican tripod. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think the reason why I'm just I kind of throw my hands up with it is because I know that this is a game centered around like, you know, droids and androids and shit like that. So yes, you're gonna need to customize every little detail, but I don't think anyone pictured that, you know, uh dick size and breast size and ass size was gonna be part of the creator character and and now it is so you can have you know a android with a female android with a big dick or you can have a male android with a vagina or you can have an android that has both wow um yikes i had, I had never even thought about those possibilities uh you know i, I was going to say i think it's taking away from the gameplay not not that i've played the game but it's you're putting the focus on the wrong thing here you know you should be focused on the game for the game i think i think you're right i i think you know doing these types of things that and and i'll use the word innovative very loosely but these are these are waters that haven't been treaded in previous games they've been, had some risque stuff in other games but being able to to determine the size of genitals and privates and stuff like that um, is is uncharted territory. So I don't know if it's innovative. I don't know if it's a waste of time. Only time is, is going to tell. And to be honest, I was on the fence about this title anyway. But hearing this makes me want to buy it just to try that out to see whether or not it is something that 
enhances the game. If they're doing that, they must have some idea for it. Maybe they're doing some type of sex scenes. Maybe they're doing some type of something within the game where this is going to make a difference. If it's going to somehow affect the gameplay, uh-huh. I would be more amenable to accepting it. But just on its surface, I, I think I say this. Why? You know, why? I, I, I don't. You know, going with this whole misgendered nonsense of the guy with the vagina, the girl with the peanut, like, I, I just, I, it's its just not interesting to me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just, it, it doesn't yeah. grab. Okay. No, so, and, I, and I have to agree. And I'm sort of thinking now, because I remember in like God of War, there was like a little sex scene mini game. And, and even The Witcher 2, I played The Witcher 2 and, you know, you could hire some whores and, you know, bang some whores. And, you know, there's some other games, too, that have shit like that. And and did I did I try it out for a laugh? Yes. But did I also think, like, why the fuck is this in the game? Yeah. Also, yes. Mm-hmm. And I and I just I don't know. I don't want it there. I feel the same way about this that I felt when I was watching the Castlevania series and I had to have that gay threesome with Alucard. Splurge. Like, I don't, I don't want, am I offended by it? Not really, but I just don't want to see it. Like, I want my porno in my porno cabinet, and I want my games in my game cabinet, and, like, I don't really feel that there's this necessary mix. The one game where I felt it was sort of handled pretty well was, like, Mass Effect. Lou, if you remember Mass Effect. Yes, absolutely. Because that, you sort of built a relationship with whoever you wanted, and it sort of evolved over time. And then finally there was, you know, like, oh, hey, we love each other. And then, but, it, and, and you'd have a, like, a, it was like a lovemaking scene, though. It wasn't like a nasty, you know, bender over a chair kind of scene. Right. So, like, in, in that uh, scenario, I, I accepted that. I was like, okay, this feels like part of the whole experience. And I was okay with it. But all the other times that I've, got, I've come across that, I've just felt like, why is this here? Like, I, no thanks. You know, I think it's only natural that hearing this news that, you know, most people are going to um, relate it to to the topic because it's a very hot topic about transgender and all of this other stuff. Um, I'm not I'm not willing to take it there only because I don't know the manner in which it's going to be used. If it's going to be used for, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, because this is a game that may revolve around androids, if this is going to be human, like you're making a human character, and you can have the control over all of this type of stuff, then maybe that's just something that we should not be, uh, we should be, you know, looking at. It's it's putting a topic in your face in a way that might be just a little bit too interactive for some of the audience who might be playing this game. Um and at the end of the day, it's still the parent's responsibility to decide whether or not they're going to buy a game for their child. But not a lot of parents game. Well, let me not even say that because that may not even be true. There are parents who don't game, who have kids who game and they want to make the kids happy and they're not going to do the research. And not that, you know, it, it's still their fault. But I don't know if I want to put, you know, my 11 year old daughter in front of a game where, you know, she can make a character have a huge penis. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's that. So, so Lou, what you're saying is the black guy's off limits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the ability for her to control something digitally in that way is off limits. <laughs> <laughs> for me, what it'll, what it'll come down to is one question. Does it make the game better? If it makes the game better, I'm on board. If right. it doesn't, I'm not interested. Yeah, all jokes aside, I don't know what the plans are for this game with those options. And if they're just options for a laugh or just options to further create a character or to push an agenda... Um, that, you know, this game is all inclusive, that's fine and all. But if that's what the intent is, then I have to agree. You're focusing on the wrong thing. Let people figure that shit out for themselves and they can rave about that shit on themselves. 
talk about the gameplay, talk about what the game is going to do. Um, you know, I've seen video of it and I've seen CGI. I don't know if I've seen any in-game stuff. I don't know if the stuff that they've shown is in-game. And to be honest, because I was on the fence, I haven't looked to see if there is any uh, hands-on with this. Um, but uh, yeah, you're right. If it's not going to add any value to the gameplay, to the story or anything like that, then I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like right on the fence with it. I'm not opposed to it because I'm all for trying new things, but I don't know if this is something new that we need to try yet. Right. Right. And now switching companies, Mm -hmm. did you guys get a chance to see the PlayStation five tech demo? Yes. Yes, I did. And what did you guys think? Uh, you know what? I was impressed. I mean, it was it was running on the the Unreal Engine. Um, e- even though I was having some audio issues, I had to sit a little close. The sounds were amazing. The movements were awesome. Um, the, I, I I didn't quite catch the name of the game, or even if they put it out there. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought that it looked interesting. And you know, when when just before we came on and we discussed it, you said it seemed a little Horizon ish, and I could see how you got that. Um, you know, it kind of looks like the, you know, the protagonist in that game a little bit. The movements though were very fluid. I thought that the, uh, the flashlight, um, lighting in that dark cave was pretty damn spot on. Um, so if that, I mean, if that's any indication of what next gen is going to look like, I went from a 50% level of excitement to about a 60%. Like I'm, I'm, I'm curious now to see if they can get me to a hundred percent and not just Sony, I'm talking both right now. I'll give a little bit more detail. It is using the unreal engine five. The name of the game or the demo was called lumen in the land of nanite. I don't know how that's pronounced. Oh shit. I did see that. So it's assassins uncharted tomb. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) (laughs) But me too, Lou, I was, I was kind of blown away to, to be honest. It looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. The sounds were very, very crisp and clear. I was kind of knocked down. Like, I I didn't expect much. And when I saw this, I was like, wow, holy shit. Like, that looks good. And we all know gameplay is king. Story is important. Right. You know, I'm not sitting here being like, oh, graphics are everything. But it was super, super impressive. The, The shadowing. You know, the, the lighting effects, the glowing when they were in the cave. Right. It was I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. I'm not going to say I'm planning on buying one just yet, but I will say that after watching this video, it's about a, a nine, ten minute video. I was reassessing whether or not I would be buying it. Wow. The one downside that I'll give mm-hmm. was it seems we're moving further and further away from what we kind of grew up knowing as video games. You know, th- these experiences are more like virtual experiences. They're more like simulations of reality. And while that's not necessarily a bad thing and you can't really quantify the entertainment value of one versus the other, it's not exactly what I grew up loving. So, for me, it's a little bit of an adjustment going from the, you know, the blips, the beeps and the boops that I know that I love mm-hmm. to, you know, climbing mountains and jumping across caverns where it's like, wow, holy shit, that's cool. But it's certainly not Cubert. Right. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> well, I was unimpressed. And let me tell you why. <laughs> no, I mean... Yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah, the the visuals are are really off the charts. I mean, what it's what it was doing with what basically everything that was on screen and the level of detail and the and the lighting and the sound. The I couldn't really get too much of the sound because I had some background noise. Maybe if I watch again with headphones or something, I I could get that. Right. And yes, the the visuals are fantastic, and the fact that we can have that is all great. But you know, I don't know. The one thing I was thinking about when I was watching it and it touches a little on, on Derek's point is 
you know, at the end of the day, I was looking at it. I'm like, this is great, but it still was like a Tomb Raider and it was still like an Uncharted and it was still like an Assassin's Creed. And I'm just remembering, you know, when we went from 18, um, 18, when we went to eight, eight bit to 16 bit, you know, the, the level of jump to what kind of games we were playing. And mm-hmm. then when we went from 16 bit to 32 bit, you know, mm-hmm. we went from 2D to 3D, the kind of game. My, my point is that the games, the, the gameplay and the games themselves like changed. We had big jumps in what we we weren't playing the same kind of games. Right. When we went from console to console is my point. And with this, I feel as impressive as it is. And it's super impressive. I, I was watching her, you know, do climb and do this stuff. And I'm like, OK, that's cool. But like I've done that. You know, the same same way, you know, the the same gameplay, I'm watching it the same. There doesn't look like anything new or innovative with this new generation. It's just like a souped up version of kind of what I've already played. And that's fine. You know, I'm not complaining about that, but I guess I was kind of and I don't really know what the answer is, but I was kind of hoping for like some new kind of gameplay experience, some new way to do like a third person adventure game some new way to do a third person action game or or even a first person shooter for that matter and i don't know i didn't see that i saw like a really impressive uncharted well bob i got good news for you as impressive as it was we have been here before yeah if you're looking for a totally fresh perspective it's called the virtual boy (laughs) yes (laughs) you are right (laughs) I got to get me one of those and strap it to my head and jump into a freeway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling. Migraine medication nearby, Bob. (laughs) Yeah. I'm struggling with that, with that concept of, of what you just said. Cause I think that's a really good point. And, you know, I, I, first of all, I think that it's super impressive that this demo in any way, shape, or form has drawn some type of response in a positive way for money at all. Um, and yeah, I, I, think that, I, think, I think it's great. I, I honestly do, and I hope that there's more to sway you into it um, so that you can experience something different than what you have been used to. You know, from that aspect, though, for me, I already made that jump. So I'm in I'm in this current environment the way it is and I'm enjoying it. Um, however, I think Bob makes a really good point about change. There was a huge change from eight to sixteen to thirty-two, from two D to three D, and it was a noticeable change. The only no- noticeable changes in this video, from what I'm used to playing and seeing, is some aspects of light and some aspects of movement and the way that the light bounces. But some of the games now in this current generation make it look just as good. It's a little bit more crisp. Yeah. It's a little bit more ironed out, but we're already getting that. So, yeah. you know, other than load times and stuff like that, what more can they contribute to it? Um, and I think that's a really, really good point because so far they've not announced um, anything that's any different from what we're used to. And I think looking at this game, Lumens, it looks like that. Bob is right. It looks like a cross of a female protagonist in an adventure world with a bunch of gadgets running through caves and jumping through caverns, like you said. No, and and it was even even more striking to me because like, and I understand why they do it when, you know, she's climbing the mountain. There was like the sort of the white paint on the mountain, like, you know, where you can grab. And I know they do that same exact thing in Uncharted and in Tomb Raider. And I understand why, because it it sort of highlights where you can grab so you don't fall off, which makes sense. But it just it just kind of struck me as like, oh, okay, like it's, you know, Tomb Raider five or, Mm -hmm. you know, Uncharted six or, you know, and and again, I don't I don't have the answer. Like, I I can't sit here and say, oh, well, yeah, we should be playing like this way or we should be able to do that. Like, I, I don't know. But but. My my point again was, you know, when you play Super Mario Brothers and you play Mario 64, those are two completely, you know, they those are not the same games. Right. You know, those are two different games. And uh, as uh, sort of, you know, reflecting, you know, this was 2D and now this is 3D. So we're playing a 
the same kind of game, but in a completely different way. Right. And I'm just not really seeing that. And the further we go in these generations, I'm not really seeing those jumps. I'm just I'm seeing huge leaps in in visuals and sound and all that jazz. But I'm not really seeing you know the the leaps everywhere else. I remember when the first Devil May Cry came out, and that was huge because that was the first like third person right. you know action game, and it was 3D. And the way you played that was completely different from you know what you played on the PlayStation One and everything like. It was a totally different experience, and I'm just not seeing, I'm not seeing those. I mean, it's very early, so I mean, I could be wrong, but that that was my that was my takeaway. You know, I don't know if there's going to be that type of jump. I can't, right? You know, like for example, right? The um, the last what was the last before the most recent God of War? What was the last console addition to God of War three? Right? No, there no? was the Ascension. Oh, right, there was Ascension. Um, but those games, those console games from the previous PlayStations before the PlayStation 4 um, were very similar in style. And then they released this one and this was completely different. It had some elements, but there was a notable difference in gameplay, in style of play, in combat. There was a significant difference. Um, yes. And I think maybe... That might be the differences that we start to see moving into this next generation, or at least that's what I'm hoping. It's not going to be a completely different game, but it'll be an overhaul of what we're already used to. So I don't know what that would look like on other types of games. Um, I don't know how to compare that jump in the God of War series to a Gears of War or to an Uncharted or to a Star Wars franchise or to Mario or whatever. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm hoping that those type of changes do come um, with this generation because, I mean, people are going to buy it, but I think that the next generation is going to struggle because this current generation, in my opinion, and we've said this before, is still thriving. Yeah. 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 Look, it's ultimately going to come down to the library of games that they're able to put together. Right. Add in what you're talking about, about you know, new types of games or stuff we haven't experienced before. Mm -hmm. But all in all, at the end of the day, it's going to be how badly do I need to play this library? Right. For 500 bucks a pop. Yeah. For me, when I say I'm thinking about getting one, I didn't mean at launch. Right. But I could see after a few months, some games come out that, that I want to play. A few more games come out that, you know, my kids want to play. And, you know, it's $400 instead of 550 or whatever the fuck it releases at. I could see myself, you know, splurging for a holiday, a birthday, a Christmas, that type of a thing. Sure. But I don't think I, there, there just won't be enough strong titles for me to run out and get it on release. There's no must play games. I don't think there will be. Maybe I'm wrong. But even if there is one, it's going to be one. There's not going to be six must play titles. Right. And then you're, then you're paying $500 to spend 60 more for one game. With, you know, with nothing else on the horizon, for example, because we don't know if that's the case yet. That just seems to be the case right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I don't but, I don't disagree. Yeah. But this tech demo certainly didn't put the final nail in the coffin. So no. To speak. Right. Of course. I mean, I, I've said it before. I'm a Microsoft guy. So if I do buy anything at launch and it's a huge if it's going to be an Xbox Series X. Um, right. Because I'm an Xbox guy. But right. I don't even know if I'm going to get that at launch yet. I'm 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 undecided. Yeah. So, you know, going along with with this um, this trend of of things on the horizon. Last week I watched the or was it the week before? I don't remember. They announced the new Assassin's Creed um, yes. video game coming out, and it's set in uh, Viking times. So you're a, um, a yeah, Viking Valhalla. assassin, Valhalla. Let me tell you, <clears throat> I I was not superly excited or not either way but after watching that video it looks pretty fucking cool I, I know that uh assassin's creed is not your your bag of uh douche money but um <laughs> it was it was pretty damn impressive and f from a guy who likes third person perspective games a guy who's a fan of the assassin's creed assassin's creed series I'm a, I'm kind of excited about this title. Hey, I'll certainly come over to your house, drink your sodas, and watch you play. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. He's nah. not doing that. No, nah, he won't do it. 
<laughs> but did, did either of you see that video or see the? It was yes, like a, I did. A minute yeah, and a half I trailer. It. I mean, it was fucking yeah. amazing. Um, no, it looked cool. Um, I was surprised to to find out that apparently, like fans have been asking for this this mm-hmm. time period for a long time. Yeah, uh, which I was unaware of. But but I think it's with the Assassin's Creed. It really comes down to the time period, whether you're going to be like super into it or, or not. And I think they've had the success with uh, the Egyptian times yep. and, you know, the Greek times with Odyssey or Roman, whichever that one was. So yeah. I think this I think this is going to be another really good one because I that is ripe for um, that kind of gameplay um, with the, the Vikings, the action and the raiding and the boats. My point is all the great elements that make a good Assassin's Creed are, are right there in that time period. So, I, I yeah, I, this is probably shaping up to be a pretty good one. But the only question that I have is how much junk can I put in my trunk and make a big old ass? <laughs> for my, for my assassin. <laughs> you just crank that, crank it up, money. My, you crank my, it up to 11. <laughs> my assassin needs a fat ass. <laughs> fat ass. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that this time period is, is just right. It falls it falls right in that um that realm of a lot of action because you know vikings are portrayed that way with the things that they did even learning about a little bit um in history and then seeing shows about it there there've been uh viking television shows and i know that it's television but it's always action packed it's very violent um and that's right down my alley so i'm i'm looking forward yeah. to um you know to playing this new one and, you know, I don't know, Bob, since you watched the video, I know that this is probably out of sequence with the other ones. But do you remember a scene where this main protagonist, assassin Viking, was fighting all these people and he kind of looked back and there was a tree and there was a figure with the hood by the tree. It had like an assassin's hood on it. Right. And it was in a fair distance, so you couldn't make it out. But to me, that figure looked like Ezio from... Assassin's Creed 2, the Italian dude. Oh. And this takes place well after that, so I don't know if it was him, but I'm looking yeah. and I'm like, that it intrigued me a little bit, and I'm like, but that's well past fucking Ezio's time. He's got to yeah, be. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, because Ezio was, that was all during the Renaissance. Exactly. You know, and, you know, the Viking uh, stuff, uh, I don't, I don't really think it lines up time timeline wise yeah but again i think you know they were with, with that game is all like fucking out you could throw it all out the window they could come up with some cockamamie thing you know jumping here and there so so who knows but that's interesting no i didn't really make that connection just because i remember you know all the assassins are sort of dressed that way you right. know they all got their freaking hoodies and you know off in the shadows so that's true. but that's that would be interesting I, I'm, I'm all for it those were my favorite ones really was the Ezio trilogy so i agree sure there was something badass about that dude. Yeah, for I sure. I agree, 100%. All right, guys. Uh, sorry, I have uh, something I would really like to throw into the compactor. So, let me... I was playing Mortal Kombat 11 the other night. And I picked it up in a bundle with uh, with Injustice 2. It was a pretty good deal. It was MK11 and Injustice 2. Bob, say no more. Get that crap out of here. <laughs> Straight from the fucking <laughs> Wait, though, wait. Because I, I, I got to tell you the rest of it. <laughs> Money's out. <laughs> so, yeah. So like I was saying, it, it came in a bundle. It was a pretty good deal. And it had basically the two, uh, each one had its own, like the first DLC pack included. Right. You know, with the game, which I thought was a good deal, um, you know, for both. So, you know, I, I downloaded the Mortal Kombat 11. And, I, you know, I went to the character select and, you know, the characters were all grayed out. And I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, because they should have been included with, you know, my fucking bundle, my DLC bundle. Right. So basically when I clicked on them, though, to go to purchase each one, it kind of came up with the store and then it was basically zero dollars. And I'm like, oh, OK, because, yeah, it's included. So so I had to go through the process, though, of clicking on each character mm-hmm. takes me to the store mm-hmm. Click continue, even though it's kind of purchased, but I still have to repurchase it. Then I have to download it, Mm -hmm. you know, to get it unlocked on the fucking thing. So, and I'm just going, and I'm like, this is fucking annoying. Why isn't this shit just unlocked from the beginning? But I'm like, okay, you know, it's no big deal. 
you know, and I'm just kind of going through and I'm, and I'm, I'm getting impatient. So I'm just clicking, clicking through, clicking through, clicking through. And I get to Shao Kahn, you know, and I do the same thing and it, and I wasn't paying attention. And when I look back, it's like, uh, thank you for your purchase of six ninety nine. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Fuck you, pay me. You know what the fuck is this? So, and then there was one character, one other character left was Frost, and I and I highlight. I'm like, wait a minute, and I highlight the, the Frost, and it says, character is unlocked for free when you play Chapter Four in the story mode, or if you want it right now, it's six ninety nine. Fuck you, pay me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Derek, <laughs> Derek. I I I th- instantly thought of you, and I um, and I I'm telling you, I I was really pissed. Not only that, I was downloading them to, to you know at the same time. Okay, so because I'm like this is bullshit. I'm like that's a mistake. I'm like I already paid for it. Like yeah, I'll play through the story mode. Like it's free with the story mode. Okay, so I'm looking up how I would go about maybe getting a refund for this. But they're like, fuck you, pay me. Uh, sure, no problem. Unless you already downloaded it, dummy. Guess what? <laughs> I already downloaded it. So I'm, you know, hey, I'm bent over. Cheap spread. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> my, you know, completely my fault. It's my fault. But really, what yeah. the fuck? Well, you know what? what? The fuck is that? Before, like, before you throw it in the compactor, there is a way for you to get a refund. So okay. a, few, a few years back, I had downloaded, uh, it was a full game and it was, it was one of, oh shit. Why it might've been, it might've been one of the final fantasy games. I think it was like final fantasy seven because I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to play it. So I downloaded it and when I downloaded it, I didn't realize, oh, I'm sorry. When I purchased it, I didn't realize that it was only for PS2, PS3 and PSP. So it wasn't playable on the PS4. Right. And I was like, oh, so I just bought this and now I can't play it because I don't have any of that other shit. Um, so I called them and I explained it to them and they said, we'll do this for you this one time and that's it. So they oh. refunded it and I was able to uninstall it and I got my money back. So you may want to try to make the call anyway. Yeah, I might. But but I'm just like, what? I'm like, this is bullshit. Number one, you know, why isn't this shit just when I download the game, why isn't it just unlocked? Why do I have to go through this whole rigmarole of, of, um, you know, downloading each, each fucking sure. guy. It should just be unlocked. That's number one. And then number two, what is this bullshit of, well, yeah, it's, you know, this person unlocks when you do this story element, but if you're an impatient prick, you could pay five, six bucks to unlock it. Now when it's something that's included in this DLC pack, like it's so fucking stupid to me. Yeah. No, I don't. Well, I don't disagree with that. You know, I had uh, Mortal Kombat 11 from my from my Xbox, and I played through it, and I got you know those um, those characters, and then I ended up getting rid of it, which I regretted because I was trying to get something else at the time. So I had to make a a decision as what needed to stay and what needed to go, and unfortunately, Mortal Kombat was a casualty uh, or yeah. a fatality. Finish him. Fatality. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the game, uh, so I. I understand, but you know what the that whole thing happens because the only thing programmed to the CD are the base characters. So right, right. you're buying a collector's edition, but all they're doing is crediting you the money to download or the rights to download those characters. But you have to download them. Yeah, I agree. I think it's stupid too because you buy it, you install it, and then you got to wait additional time for the update, and then additional time to get the character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mortal Kombat 11 collector skeleton now <laughs> yeah oh, i got it all right <laughs> i got it hard you're, you're gonna continue to get it too all right money cue that music this level of all up in your geek is brought to you by the high heel gamer the oprah of the nerd world you can catch her on our website at the high on the nacho friends podcast every wednesday at 8 30 ish p.m with the podcast on Thursdays. Boom. Yeah. Well, Bob, I'm glad you brought up hard because it's in that game time. And oh, boy. 
is rock hard. Uh oh. <laughs> so did you did you up did you uh, jack up the 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 your dick size before on this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm creating the black guy. Oh. <laughs> All right, I've gone about reorganizing the order of the clues. So your final clue now is going to be what used to be your first clue. And I'm going to start off with the clues that are less likely to lead you to getting the correct answer right after that. All right. Places the player in the role of a flying mech pilot named Terry, who must destroy a large, super intelligent computer threatening the planet Earth. Hmm. Terry threatening the planet Earth, big ass mechs. Yes. The pilot's name is Terry. Right, the pilot's name is Terry. The name of the mech is the name of the game. Oh. Interesting. Hmm. That takes away from what I was going to suggest, because I know there's no way the name of the game that I'm thinking is the name of that mech. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shit. Mm. It's not uh, not Zone of the Enders, right? That is incorrect. Okay. Was a sequel to a game of a different name that featured a very similar style, but was directed towards a Japanese aesthetic with a speed metal soundtrack. Whoa, speed metal. Speed metal. Mm. Hmm. Nice. Wow. Wow, you're um, not kidding. This is difficult. Um rock hard, baby. Mm. Is this is this, are, are we allowed to exchange ideas or not yet? Sure. I mean we may as well save it for after the third clue though, because Nah, that's true. Alright. All right. Uh, it's a sequel. The one that you're talking about I'm, is. A I'm Lou. We know you want to guess it. Just guess it. No, I don't <laughs> want to ruin it for Bob. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Omega Boost. That's a good guess, but also incorrect. Okay. And your final clue it is a vertical scroll shooter developed by Compile and released for the Sega Genesis in 1990 and later re-released for the Nintendo Wii Virtual Console in 2008 in Japan and 2009 in North America. Hmm. Oh, okay. Is, that might be, um, might be Musha. I remember that was the final guess. Musha. Well, Lou, what, what were you thinking? Well, I, I was, because it was mentioned being the name of the mech I was automatically off the bat thinking Metal Gear because every fucking mech was Metal Gear and then I'm thinking the Metal Gear Rising one because the fucking ninja was in all that cybernetic shit so maybe money was trying to throw us off Um, but hearing this third clue now it's definitely not that yeah Um, but I don't I've I've not heard of or ever played Musha so I, I don't know yeah, that is um, vertical. Yeah, that is um, vert. It's a vertical scrolling shooter. Mm-hmm. I believe you are in a mech. Um, I don't know about the speed. The Japanese. Speed it did up. have Japanese things in it. The music. I don't know, but yeah, I think that's my best guess. I'm with Bob. Yeah! Well done, Bob. Oh, yeah! Give me hard! <laughs> well done, indeed. I had never heard of the fucking game. Me neither. I, I was lost. I was, because... Right, because you didn't give me this. You gave me the system last, which sucks for me, because because there's so many mech games. I'm thinking, all right, is it Mech Warrior? Is it Mech Assault? Is it right. Zone of Enders? Is it fucking Robotech? Is it Macross? I'm like, there's so many. There's so many. 
You know, and it's hard to narrow it down. Once you said Genesis, though, and you said Vertical Shooter, I'm like, okay, with the Japanese thing, I knew it was Musha because that's a that's a pretty popular one. Um, you know, for the Genesis. Right. Yeah, I never I never played it, but the, just like you, the first um, the first two games that went through my head was Zone of Enders and Mech Assault. Um, right. But I knew it wasn't Mech Assault because the Mech had no name in Mech Assault. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Bob. Awesome job, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and with that, we're going to bring this level to a close. Thank you guys for joining this level of All Up In Your Geek. Remember to follow us on all forms of social media at All Up In Your Geek and keep your emails coming at allupinyourgeek at gmail.com. And please continue sharing our love and our show with other people, friends, enemies, doesn't matter. You're indoors. Go to your fucking neighbor's house. Have them roll down the windows. Or just call a neighbor and say, hey, listen to this game. I'm, I'm sorry, it's show. <laughs> text somebody, asshole. Yeah, text somebody. Smoke signals. Anything. <laughs> Anything at all. <laughs> oh, man. And until next week, guys, geek up. Shut the fuck up.